the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Satan is really after the image that you have of yourself. Where you stand with God is dangerous to the enemy. Satan doesn't want you to have a clear understanding of your place with Christ. You have power over him. You'll dominate in a magnificent way. You will defeat his strategies and you will win in circumstances that without knowing your position with God, you would have lost. God wants you to make a shift in power today. That's the title of today's message, a shift of power. Satan would like to destroy your standing before God. If he can come between you and your relationship, he certainly will. He will attack the relationship that you have with God to weaken you, seeking to destroy your status with God. He wants you to doubt God and to doubt all of his promises. If he can destroy the image that you have of yourself, that's what he really wants to do. He comes to rob, steal, and kill. He wants you to go after something that you already have, to doubt what you have with God, to doubt your position with God. Once you gave your life to Christ and you gave a promise and you gave your life over, you came into a kingdom relationship of dominating. God wants you to pray from a position of victory. But too many of God's children really don't know what that means. Can I pray from a position of victory if I don't know my position? No, we certainly cannot. God's image of us must be the image that we have of ourselves. When my son was playing football, I recall him saying to me one day as we left the the football field and we're on our way home in the car, and he said, Mother, you really don't even understand the game. You don't even care enough to study and try to understand football. Well, honestly, he was right. I did not really understand the game. And I mean, I, I understood as much as I wanted to understand. I understood that he was running down the field and that I understood if somebody tackled him and he didn't make it to the goal, that that was a problem. I understood that. They didn't get a point. I thought I really understood the game. I understood when the wide receiver was trying to catch the ball and the other guy got it. I mean, I I understood the game. 
I didn't know who every player was. I didn't know the strategies that were going on out there. But in my mind, I understood the game. I felt I knew enough and that my attendance at the game was proof of my being fully invested in the game of football with him and his endeavors to play college football. Is that how we are with God? We only want to win and we aren't really fully invested in understanding how to win as the game of football has any good team has many strategies and well-planned designs to win on every single game. A good coach never plans defeat for his team. He's fully invested in winning. God is fully invested in you winning in life circumstances every single time. The plan that God has is for you to take the victory. He has never planned, not one time, Has God seen a circumstance that you were in and he was planning a strategy for you to be defeated? Or did he stand on the sideline and root for you to be defeated? God plans for you to win in every single circumstance that you face. There is a shift to power that God wants the children of his to make. In the Bible, there's a young Jewish girl and her name is Esther and she's married to a Persian king. The king's head advisor, Haman, could not tolerate the sight of Queen Esther's uncle, Mordecai, who had raised her. Haman sought permission to have all the Jews killed with his true focus of his cruel plot was to have Mordecai, the queen's cousin, a Jew, killed. His plan was to have all the Jews killed, but his goal really was to see the death of Mordecai because Mordecai would not bow to him. Mordecai would not compromise. Now, I'm talking about you and your position with God, though. Jesus said, all power has been given unto me in heaven and in earth, given unto me. Oh, is anyone following me with that today? Satan knows that you came into Christ. Well, wait a minute. Did I say came into Yes, when you went to the cross and you fell down and you surrendered your life over to Christ, when you did that, when you stood back up, you walked away in a new place. You're a partaker of his divine nature. Are you following me today? Oh, I could just shout. <laughs> when you left, when you stood up, you you came into a position of right standing with God. You came into a relationship with Christ, you partook of his divine nature. And now you've come in, you've come unto him. Now you and I, we will never be Christ because there is Christ, the person. However, we are partakers of his divine nature, joined with him. Second Peter says, it is written by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these, that you might be partakers of the divine nature of Christ, his divine nature, some say is his, his gentleness. You know, what is his divine nature? It's his gentleness, it's his meekness, he's merciful, he's patient, he's loving. But I'm going further than that. I'm going much further. You see, you've gone on to power, partaking of his divine nature, led you into a relationship of power. Jesus said, I give unto you the keys to the kingdom, whatever you bind on earth, is bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Now that's a shift. 
to power. For in one spirit, what spirit? I'm reading 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. For in one spirit, what spirit? The Holy Spirit. We were all baptized into one body, Jews, Greeks, slaves or free. And all were made to drink of one spirit. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. We're all made to drink of that one spirit. Esther had been crowned queen. Esther and Esther 2 and 17 in the Old Testament. The king loved Esther and set the royal crown up on her head. And she became his queen. After her crowning, one day, Her uncle who had raised her reveals the wicked plans of the king's head advisor, Haman, to kill all the Jews. This would include Esther, but the king did not know that she was a Jewish. But God, when he puts you in a position of power, he always has a divine purpose and a plan that will be Fulfilled when you are in the will of God. Never be concerned about the circumstances. Always look above the circumstance to the victory. Esther needed to tell the king uh, the wicked plans and to have a plan from God to save her people and ultimately it would even save her own life. And so the king could not be approached in that day, though, unless he had summoned her to come to him, if she were to go to the king without a summons, without permission to enter his presence, she could be beheaded. Esther fasted and she prayed and she sought God. And on behalf of all the Jewish people, God gave her the strength and the courage to approach the king. The Jewish people were saved and Haman, the king's wicked chief advisor, was put to death. Esther understood that she was queen And that that was a position of power. She did pray through and receive a strategy from almighty God to defeat the enemy. God gave her the victory. If Esther had shrank back, if she had not understood her position in the kingdom, if she hadn't understood her position with God, if she hadn't understood the power that God had given her, he must have given her that, a full view of that in her spirit, that she had the strength to go before the king. She could not really see necessarily her divine nature, but she could see the divine purpose, the position that God had placed her in. And the kingdom and consequently the entire race of the Jewish people at that time was saved when they could have been destroyed. Satan was out to destroy the image that she had of herself with God. Satan was out to destroy her position with God. If she didn't know who she really was in the kingdom of God, she would have never been Successful, She knew that she could go to God and that she could cry out and that God would answer. Esther was praying from a position of victory. Satan could have stolen her standing with God and all would have been lost because Esther fasted and prayed. God used her to save the whole race of her people. She saw clearly her position with the king. We must know who we are and refuse to compromise. Esther could see herself as she really was as she fasted and prayed. She was the queen in a Persian kingdom. She really did have the power with the king because 
He loved her. God had placed her there for such a time as this. When you know who you are and you are in the will of God and trouble arises, you have to know that God is going to calm the storm in your life, that he will take care of you and that God will certainly prevail. And secondly, take hold of God's promises in his written word and his holy word, because his word will perform. The word of the Lord says he watches over his word to be sure that it performs. And third, know your divine position. Know that you are a partaker of his divine nature, that you have come in unto Christ. And fourth, Christ means anointed. You came into the anointing of Christ and now you are anointed. You are blessed and you are empowered. And fifth, you must see yourself as God sees you. How does God see you? He sees you as a child of God. He sees you as a partaker of his divine nature. He sees you as one with himself. He sees you as a friend. He sees you as his beloved child. He values you as his workmanship. He sees you as a masterpiece. He sees you as a living temple of the Holy Spirit. He calls you friend. He loves you exceedingly. He sees you as more than a conqueror. You are precious in his sight. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, how do you see yourself? That's what Satan wants to rob, steal, And then he can kill. He wants to rob your image of how you see yourself with God. You must see yourself as God sees you. And six, remember, Satan wants to rob, steal, and kill. He wants to steal your position, your standing with God by destroying the image that you have of yourself. But you must have an image of power, of being one, of your oneness with Christ. I'm talking about a shift of power. That's what Satan really wants to steal. That's his main goal, to steal your standing with God. But as long as you know your right standing, as long as you know the image that God has of you, it'll change the image that you have of yourself and the enemy won't be able to rob and steal your right standing with God. You'll stay in a communion relationship with him and you'll have the victory every time. You'll be able to pray from a position of victory and your faith will soar. You will stand in mountaintop faith and you will defeat the enemy in life circumstances. Satan's afraid that you'll see yourself as God sees you. Satan's afraid that you will know what your true image is. He's afraid of the power, the power that God has invested in you. He's afraid that you will maintain that communion relationship. I'm talking about a shift of power today. Satan wants to seal your right standing, but he can as you stay in the word and as you fast and as you pray, the word of God will perform for you. I just thank God for our message today, a shift of power. You can go to our website, www.prayershurtinheaven.org, and you can hear um, today's message again as you can take notes. And all the messages from the radio station are on our website, prayershurtinheaven.org, and you can rehear 
any message that maybe you've missed or that you wish to hear again once it's been played on the radio station, and we invite you to join us. And so today with me on the radio is Joan, who's been in the ministry of Prayers Heard in Heaven for the last 20-some years with me. We've been together praying and fasting and seeking God on behalf of God's people for all types of circumstances that they face. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Are you there, Joan? I am. I am. Good afternoon. I just want to bring forth a question for you. Are you certain that your future is secure for all eternity? Take a moment, if you will. If you have never received Jesus into your heart, I'm going to ask you to uh, just take a moment, and if you will, if you're willing to accept Jesus' free gift of salvation, please pray this prayer from your heart, if you'll just repeat after me, dear Jesus, Lord, I know that you are the Son of God and that you are God. I know that I'm a sinner and deserving of hell because I've gone my own way. I believe in my heart that you suffered and died on the cross to pay the price for my sins, and that you would rose from the dead. I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me of all my sins. Save me and take me to be with you when I die. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Please help me to change from the inside out to make you the Lord of my life. Help me to be a new person in the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying for me, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. If you have placed your faith in Jesus Christ and sincerely believed and asked him into your heart, as Lord of your life and declared that you will live for him. You are now a child of God and an heir to the inheritance of the everlasting life and will go to heaven when you die. But there's no magical words that do this. This is not a magical prayer. If you truly believe these words when you prayed them, your life will change. You and others will see a difference in you, how you speak, how you behave. You will no longer live for your own motives or benefits, but your passion will be to please our Lord and love others and forgive others as God has forgiven us. You'll need to connect to a truly Bible-based church, a church that 
that preaches the word right from the Bible and adheres to biblical principles because we all need accountability. There's a verse in Proverbs uh, 27, 17 that says, Iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We'd like to put a book in your hand, a small book. It's called Steps to Christ. If you will text or call my number and give me your address, your mailing address, we will send this book out to you. My phone number is 281-703-9309. I'm going to repeat that. 281-703-9309. Romans 1 says there is therefore no condemnation to those which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh. That means after the world, worldly things, material things, but after the Spirit. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You may think, I haven't done anything that bad, but anything we do that's not of God is missing the mark, and it's sin. And Romans 6.23 tells us, For the wages of sin is death. Even one sin. Even one sin. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And then Matthew 10.32-33 says, Whoever acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge him. Before my Father in heaven, but whoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my Father in heaven. There are many other scriptures that back up this prayer that tell us uh, how to be saved. But the main thing is it's not just simple words. You have to back them up with the way you live. You have to live for Christ. And it's not that hard if you ask his help. Thank you, Valerie. Praise him. Thank you, Joan. That's so amazing. Thank you so much. And what a beautiful prayer. And Joan's absolutely right. Just praying a prayer isn't enough. It's a life. It is a lifestyle, and it is a life. It's the way that we live. It's what's in our heart. You know, the Bible says that out of the heart come the issues of life. And so no wonder God wants our heart. And so once we pray a prayer, now we need knowledge. You know, we need the word of God. We need to be in a good church. We need to be in a prayer ministry. We need to be connected with people of God, not people just talking about God, people who are living the word of God. So we come into the church and we get connected and we begin to live according to the word of God. And so if you've prayed that prayer, as Joan said, oh, we're excited. Welcome into the family. Welcome into the kingdom of God. If you prayed it for the first time, maybe you were backslidden and you said, let me pray that prayer with Joan. Oh, Joan and I are excited that you prayed that prayer with her. 
And as she stated, we would like you to go to our website, prayersheardinheaven.org. You can email us. You can email us your prayer request. You can email and say, Valerie, I want to get connected with Prayers Heard in Heaven. I want to be part of the prayer group. I want to learn to pray God's word. I want to get connected to a good church, and we'll get you connected into a good church, and we'll talk with you about that. You'll get a personal phone call back from Joan or myself or one of our prayer counselors, but we're going to respond to you. That's absolutely for sure. So you can go to our website, prayersheardinheaven.org. And again, you can email me, say, Joan, Valerie, I want to get connected. I prayed that prayer today. We want to send you that free book, Steps to Christ. We're going to mail it out to you so that you can get your hands on it right away and begin to read and come into that true communion relationship with God. We want you off to the right start because praying in the prayer, that's just not enough. Salvation has five dimensions to it, and I wish we had enough time to talk about it, but praying the prayer is the first step. But there are four other phases to salvation that unfold. I'll give you a glimpse. Redemption, sanctification, justification, you know. So there's more to salvation. But I'm Valerie Snead. Prayers heard in heaven. Teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Snead with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.